Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. It is Podlogic, and I am Johnny Peterson, your host. Today, we are going to be discussing several things. First off, we're going to jump right into the three tips. So those of you that don't have this much time to spare to listen to the whole thing, you can actually get the information quickly and get the hell out. So we'll start with alternatives to recording on Zoom. Now, I know if you're recording remote podcasts, Zoom is the easiest way to do it. Most people, especially with the pandemic over the last year, most people have adopted Zoom. They, at least at a fundamental basis, understand how it works. They make it relatively easy to get onto. And the problem is their audio sucks. It is impossible to get good audio quality. There's that lag where you'll hear the word drag out for eight seconds just because of poor internet quality and they're not they're not an audio platform. That's not what they're built for. They're built for face-to-face connections and just get in quick and dirty, get the meeting done and get out. This is not meant for audio production. That's not what it was designed for. But I understand its usefulness. I understand its ease. However, here are three alternatives that you can use other than Zoom to record your remote podcast. Number one, one I use very often, that is just straight up recording phone calls. It's a lot easier on the non-tech savvy guests. It's really easy to set them up from anywhere. They don't really need to rely on having a strong internet connection. They can just have good cell reception, throw in your AirPods. It's not always the best sound. However, in a pinch, it works great. And I've relied on it more times than not. The way that I record them is I use the Rodecaster Pro and I just use the three and a half millimeter jack, plug that into an iPhone dongle, plug that into the phone, you're set to go. Option number two, one I'm using more and more and I'm getting increasingly confident about is Zencaster. This episode is not brought to you by Zencaster and I'm in no way sponsored by these people. However, I would like to because I have been singing their praises. Uh, they recently rolled out video footage so you can record video and audio as separate tracks. So uh, the great thing about Zencaster is you just it's a one link share. It's really easy to set up for non tech savvy people. It automatically connects to your earbuds if they're already connected to your uh, to your laptop or if you have a USB microphone, it connects to that as well. But you can always configure that in the settings too. It's very easy to use. And it does separate local track recording. It records video. It records in WAV files. It records in MP3 if you want it. It's an awesome option. And it's just like two bucks more a month than Zoom. And you get unlimited recording, unlimited number of guests. Well, I think it's I think it's unlimited number of guests. I'm not totally sure. But the audio quality that you get from using Zencaster is 1,001 times better than what you get on Zoom. Even the built-in laptop microphone sounds so crisp and so clear. So if you're using that you're doing the right thing. It is a great, great option. And I'm very, very bullish on Zencaster. Finally, one I've heard good things about is Riverside.fm. I have heard a lot of fellow podcast professionals hype up Riverside.fm. In terms of uh, its confusing cousin Squadcast, I've heard Riverside is much easier to use. And I will definitely be checking it out. Their website mentions that uh, companies like Spotify and Marvel are using their enterprise plan. So if that kind of thing matters to you, take that into consideration. The big boys are using it, riverside.fm. All right, those are your three tips. Now we're gonna get into some personal stuff. Let's talk about Clubhouse and monetization. Yay, we are continuing our talk on Clubhouse and monetization. Can Clubhouse monetize through podcasting methods? Uh, I actually ran a poll on Twitter and I will pull up the results of that shortly. 
All right, so I posed a I posed a poll, posed the poll. It's a good alliteration. I posed a poll on Twitter and asked the question, what's the easier way to monetize? What's the easier way for Clubhouse to monetize? The options were paywalls and subscription, sponsored rooms, moderator read ads, or something else. Got 150 votes and 50% of the vote and the overall winner went to sponsored rooms, followed uh, in second place by paywalls and subscription, followed shortly thereafter by moderator read ads, and only 8% of people thought something else. So so that poll uh, gave me some really interesting information to work with. And obviously, there are whispers in the air that Clubhouse is obviously going to attempt to monetize because what else of the, what, what other goal would there be for a startup other than to make money? Uh, I've heard mentions of the paywall, subscriptions. So that's why I put that into the Twitter poll. Honestly, I think it'd be simpler for Clubhouse and Roomhost to independently monetize through podcasting methods like moderator red ads, which would be like pre-rolls, mid-rolls, post-rolls, or presenting sponsors that sponsor entire rooms for like an hour. So let's just say, for instance, I were going to host the podcasting room and it were sponsored by Zencaster for an hour. Zencaster would pay me to host a room to talk about podcasting and remote recording methods. And obviously, it's sponsored by Zencaster. I can really pump up and talk about Zencaster and try and convince people to go try it out and use it and hopefully subscribe and pay for that service. So things like that. But ultimately, in order to drive usage on a social media app, incentivizing creators with monetization is the quickest route to immediately bump up your user base. Even with an app like Clubhouse that relies on invitations and people adding the next person to actually use the app. Think YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts because... Well, not because. Is this the best comparison when the primary, perhaps only form of content on Clubhouse is live conversation? It's hard to compare those. Whereas the other three, like I just said, YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts are pre-recorded. You can easily insert ads in there. So sure, Clubhouse could use a revenue split model where users have to pay a monthly fee and moderators get a small chunk based on the level of activity in their rooms. I just don't know that that would give people the bump. I think people with large followings that can get into, uh, that can independently monetize on Clubhouse right away, I think that's the best way to drive a ton of people to use the app is, oh my gosh, Elon Musk is is hosting a room sponsored by SpaceX. That's amazing. Something like that. Obviously, Elon Musk and SpaceX are too closely tied together, but you get what I mean. Ultimately, this works out for both the creators and the advertisers, because you have to convince advertisers to spend money on this too. I mean, they're not just going to walk in and go, well, you guys want to monetize, so here we are. So companies that want to advertise on the platform, they might be more inclined to sponsor individuals with bigger followings rather than let Clubhouse itself divvy up their ad spend like you see on YouTube and spend it on rooms where the advertisers have no idea who the audience is going to be. And that's really key because the room is only set for a limited amount of time. Once that room is over, that sponsorship is done. So if I'm paying X amount of money to Clubhouse and they just say, oh, well, this is a motorcycle company, so we're going to spend it on a health tech sponsor. We're going to use it to sponsor a health tech talking room. They probably wouldn't be that dumb, but you never know. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you gotta give, you can't always give people the benefit of the doubt. I feel like I've been talking like crazy and at a million miles an hour and I, I apologize. I'm just trying to get all of my thoughts out there. 
Uh, and obviously, this specific topic of monetization, I think, is going to need more time to flesh out. So I'm going to use next week's newsletter as well to just think about this monetization idea more, try and do some more research, see what's actually happening out there. But I would love to hear your thoughts. If you want to tweet at me, at Johnny Threederson, 3-T-E-R-S-O-N, on Twitter, I would love to know what you think as well. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing week and an even better weekend. I'll see you on Monday for the newsletter and Wednesday for the podcast.